Like, in medicine, half of the ridiculousness of this job is the amount of acronyms that you need to know. Yeah. Like, there's some wild ones. Like, th- my favorite, though, <laughs> is BRBPR. Bright red blood oh, correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a re- the, it, no, it happens common enough that they have <laughs> an acronym story. for it that's just... Ridiculous. It, yeah. You say that to uh, another person in the health professions, they, they know what you're talking about. And, you know, it's, it's, it's so um, specific to your specialty. You know, it, it might be common to one person, you know, right. to uh, a GI person. Yeah. But then when you get, you know, a neuro guy in, there's no idea what the yeah. hell he's reading. Like LOL, for example. Yeah. Like before LOL became a thing on the internet, yeah. you know, every, everybody knows LOL now as laugh out loud. But in the hospital. Oh, is that what it means? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hospital, though, it stands for little old ladies. Oh, no, no, no. Back it's, in the day. Yeah. It, and listen, the very first time I saw SOB. Yeah. I was like, you can't write that in a patient's chart, man. He's an SOB. And, That's you know, of course, shortness of breath. Shortness of breath. Yeah. It's crazy. How that becomes second nature to us. Yeah, it's learning a language, So man. does like, the language, like, right? you know, the, the language of medicine? Yeah, like most of medical school is yeah. what? It's like learning learning the lingo, learning, yeah. learning the jargon, you know, learning how to sound smart. And, you know, most of this shit, when you when you break it down and you finally understand what something means, like, right. you know, you, you know, months or years down Literally. the road, you're just like, why didn't they just fucking yeah. say that? Why do they have to make it so complicated yeah. and have like five different names for the same thing? Yeah. It's, it's interesting. So here's the thing. I always thought that too. Why the fuck are there five different names for the same thing? Right. And then there literally, I know you were maybe joking, but there were things that I didn't understand until a year, two years after I learned them in med school. And I was like, like, oh, that's the same thing. Yeah, that's the same exact thing. (laughs) Yeah, horrible. But when I was an undergrad um, for organic chemistry, we had to do, um, we had to synthesize a substance and it was called a chow cone. And a chow cone was just a certain kind of oil or crystal or something. I don't even remember. But... We had to synthesize our own chalcone. I found out later that the reason we had to do it was because our professor was publishing papers on this stuff and we were doing all the work. Oh, I don't know shit. if that's fair or legal, but that's what she was doing. Uh, but anyway. Caught. Yeah. Chalcone handed. <laughs> yeah. But part of your final project was she gave you this chalcone, right? And it had been named because there's actually committees that name, you know, the IUPAC names. People name. There a bunch of like Latin chemists that well, name this. Well, <laughs> well, so so people, you know, name compounds, chemical compounds. There's actually a committee that does it, and they meet in like Switzerland or something, and they name things. So she gave me the name of my chalcone, and then I had to synthesize it. Well, I had to figure out first if anybody had ever synthesized it, and if if anybody else had ever made this compound. So in order to do that, you had to go back to the periodicals and look for that name. Now you can just go on a computer and most of that stuff is interdigitally now. Right. And you can just type it in and say, has anybody done this? Well, here's where this whole idea of medical terminology finally one day made sense to me. Was people had synthesized this chalcone on different continents. And how would you know that somebody had already made this? You know, 100 years ago, you couldn't get on the internet. You couldn't call anybody. Yeah. How would you know that, you know, Rish in, in, in New York was making something if I'm in Egypt? Right. Right. So what people started doing is they said, well, we should probably like publish this stuff. Right. Right. So then they made journals. Right. So then you would say, I made this compound. Here's what I called it. Here's what it chemically looks like. Right. And then you would put it in this, you know, library where you had to have a lot of money and be very rich to A, know how to read. Right. And B, be able to have a library. So anyway, 
they they finally realized that people in different continents were making the same shit but calling it different things. Right. And somebody said, slow the fuck down. Uh, we need we need like a standardized way to We all need to call stuff. it something. Because like the only way that we're all gonna get something out of this and be able to like you know, really figure shit out as if we're speaking the same language. Right. Then came the whole birth of, of naming things, and they all have these Greek and Latin origins, and to try to, you know, be fair and everybody understand things, they picked uh, some base languages, and, and, you know, Greek and Latin being the big ones. So a lot of that shit doesn't make sense to us now, but at one point it made a lot of sense to everybody. When right. Those were, you know, the, that was the way people spoke. So that was the first time it actually made sense to me. They're like, fuck, okay, look, these words are stupid, and I don't know what the fuck they mean. But I'll accept it. I'll accept that it means something. I'll right. accept that chow cone is a thing. Which is actually crack, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now it is. Somebody <laughs> out there is whooping up some chow cone, son. <laughs> Just sprinkle some crack on them. Let's get out of here. What to do, Anchor Crew? It's Reesh. It's Medicine Remix. It's Monday nights. And we're super excited. We're actually about to test out a new segment concept on y'all we're excited to hear what you guys and gals think of it if you're new to the station some of our popular segments so far have been things like audio topsy which is a segment where we break down medical references and rap lyrics it's basically like our rap genius meets the new england journal of medicine kind of and another recent favorite has been shrink rap where medicine remix very own debunked debunks what you might have heard in his all things mental health segments, he is a psychiatrist after all, and uh, it's really on some Dr. Drew meets Dr. Dre type shit if you ask me. Um, great segment, uh, we have some episodes up in the episodes tab that um, you can uh, listen to at any time now, uh, thanks to Anchor. So definitely check those out. Uh, Documentaries is another recent favorite. It's our anchor interview series where we interview doctors in medicine who we think are interesting as fuck. Definitely uh, check out uh, the first two episodes. The first one was with uh, Dr. Sunil Kumar Agarwal, aka the cannabinologist. And our second episode was with Dr. Catherine Koh, who um, has been called the most interesting woman in the world. And if you haven't heard the episode, definitely check that one out. And I think you'll agree. It's gotten rave reviews, so much value in that. So um, definitely check actually both of those episodes are are fantastic. Check those out in the episodes tab um, or on iTunes or Google Play. Another one that we're going to be ramping up is Hurt Locker, which is um, a segment that's kind of like sports center meets sports medicine with me, your boy Reesh. I did uh, finish a five-year orthopedic surgery residency. Um, so, you know, we're, we'll cover anything medically related in the world of sports and sports entertainment. Um, we'll have interviews with, uh, with some experts and some athletes. Uh, it, it's going to be a great segment. So, um, yeah, we've come up with a few winners so far. Remember, you can listen to episodes of any of those Medicine Remix segment favorites in the Episodes tab and now on iTunes and Google Play, thanks to the Anchor Gods, or you can listen right here in Anchorville. So definitely check those out, especially if you're new to the station and want an idea of the things you can expect to hear on Medicine Remix. So anyway, as I was saying, we're trying out a new segment and it's called, ready for it? Doctionary, not dictionary, doctionary. You see what we did there. If you didn't see what we 
did there. It's basically a mashup between doctor and dictionary. Doctionary. It's basically like WebMD meets Urban Dictionary, as we like to say. But, you know, Medicine Remix style. A dose of the dopest way we can think of to teach y'all the language of medicine. And our goal with this segment is to try to deconstruct the language of medicine that we like to call medicalese. One word at a time. We're going to try a word a week for now, but if y'all are digging it, we'll work up to a daily word. And I think we can actually come close to a lofty goal like that because guess what? I have some other great news for you guys and gals. We have a new addition to the Medicine Remix squad. My cousin Big H is joining the Medicine Remix crew to help us research and write segments so we can continue to provide y'all with quality Medicine Remix content consistently. So we're pumped to have the many talents of Big H help us mix and then remix that medicine that y'all deserve. He uh, actually wrote the first few episodes of Doctionary, which I'll MC for now, but uh, don't be surprised if you hear Big H's big sexy voice sometime soon on the Medicine Remix show. So call in and let us know what you think of Doctionary as a concept after you hear our first episode that's coming up soon. And if you dig it and want us to keep going, please holler with some suggestions for medical words you'd like for us to break down. The inaugural Doctionary word, by the way, is diplopia. I hope y'all learn something from us, especially now since we're officially in the learn something category on Anchor. It's really an honor to be among some of the most badass nerds in the audio game right now. Y'all are listening to Medicine Remixed only. I love saying only like that, by the way, if you did not catch that yet. Only on Anchor. This is Diplo. This is Diplopia. This is Diplopia. This week's doctionary word is diplopia. You know that scene where someone hits their head so hard as a kid and then someone props up over them asking, how many fingers am I holding up? How many fingers am I holding up? You wouldn't know that anyway. Shut up, Peter. Well, whether knowingly or unknowingly, that person was checking for diplopia. Diplopia is a word derived from the roots diple, meaning twofold. This is diplo. And ops, as in cyclops meaning the eye. So diplopia, diplopia. diplopia means double vision or perceiving a single object as two objects. Diplopia has several causes. You could get it from a brain tumor, for example. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. But if it's not that, it can be caused by a blood clot blocking a vessel in the brain or around the eye itself. You could get it from trauma to the eye or to the head. Light up the eyes, boys! Light up the eyes! Or from misalignment in the eyes, known as strabismus, which is totally a doctrinary word in itself, by the way. But strabismus is something that you can either be born with or even acquire it from things like incorrect prescriptions for eyeglasses. You can experience diplopia in two ways, binocular diplopia and monocular diplopia. Binocular diplopia is using both of your eyes and seeing double. Monocular diplopia is using either one eye or the other, but not both eyes, and still seeing double. Thanks for listening to this week's Doctionary. 
Big ups to Big H for helping write this inaugural Doctionary episode. Let us know what you thought and tune in next week for another riveting episode of Doctionary. You're listening to Medicine Remix only on Anchor. I check next to the definition. They were. Later that day, George Michael was having his eye exam and finding okay. it to be just as difficult as his math exam. Or two. Two. No, no one. Okay. Two. Or three. Three. Uh, unless three is too much of an improvement. I'm sorry, is one is one in the mix still? I'm wearing new contacts. I just had my prescription changed after six years. You ever wait that long? Then you get new lenses. You're like, man, I could have been seeing things. How can instantly improve vision not be at the top of your to-do list? I'll see tomorrow. I don't, I don't have time. I don't have time to see clearly. No, I don't. I don't. No, I can't do that. You see what's on my desk? So I go in for the eye exam. I don't know about you, but I concentrate like crazy during the eye exam. You don't want to get a D on that thing. End up with these big, thick Coke bottle lenses. I didn't take it serious. Are you still in here? I'm just seeing shadows and shapes. They don't call it a quiz. So I go in there, I sit in that big chair. He slides that big giant thing on my face. Are these my glasses? What happened to me? That'd be a hell of a pair of glasses. Do I like it better like this or like this? I like this one, but I want to see that one again. That one's pretty good, but let's go back to that one. Click, 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 click. I hate that test because I can't commit. I can feel my eye doctor losing his patience with me. Let's try it again, Brian. Which one do you like better, number one or number two? I don't like either one of those. <clears throat> yeah, but that wasn't the question I asked, was it? I asked you which one you like better, and I was careful to phrase it that way. So why don't you keep that in mind while we try it yet again? Which one do you like better, number one or number two? They're about the same. <clears throat> well, why would I waste your time and mine by making them both the same? Did you ever stop to think about that? You ready to try it one more time? What do you want from me? Way too much pressure during that entire exam. They do one test every time. I don't know what they're looking for. All I know is I get an anxiety attack in the middle of the damn thing. Tell me the exact moment point A is directly over point B. Now! No, now! Now! Then! I don't know. I don't know when it happened. I'm worried if I'm off by an eighth of a second, I'll get these big giant Hubble coming attraction glasses. So you must have messed up that A-B test. Did I ever? Grand opening. What are they helping me with? My ability to watch cars pass on the highway? They pass now! And they pass now! Man, how do you do it? It's weird in the eye exam room. It's just him and me. It's dark in there. The door's closed. I feel strange when he pulls his chair up uncomfortably close to you. 
He's like this far from my face. He shines his goofy light into my eyes for about an eternity. How you doing there? I'm a little uncomfortable. Can you back up a tad? Are you looking at my soul? So he says, you know you have one eye set a little bit higher than your other eye? No. I did not. He goes, it doesn't affect your vision or anything. I just thought you might want to be self-conscious for the rest of your life. I went out to my car mirror. Am I some kind of monster? Then he asked me, would you like to try trifocals? And I'm like, I must have been away a while because I have no idea what you're talking about. He says, it's exactly what you would think. You can see at three different distances depending on where you look through your lens. You can see close, medium, or far away. And I'm like, I can't even imagine getting used to that. Do people need this kind of range? Is that a fly my nose? Is that a comet? <laughs> Yeah, get your foresight looking just like your hindsight. 2020 insight is insight. Just sit tight. MCMD. What it is, Anchor Kids? It's Reesh. It's Medicine Remixed. And it's Tuesday. I hope everyone's living their truth or aspiring to do so today and every day for that matter. Uh, that call-in you might have just heard if you're listening to this live in Anchorville was actually from my rap alter ego, MCMD. That's right, that was your boy, Reesh, who uh, made that MCMD debut after I interviewed Dr. Catherine Coe, aka Doc Ambidexter. And if you haven't heard that interview yet, it's up on our episodes tab. And I personally think if there's one episode you check out on here on Anchor or on our Medicine Remix podcast on iTunes and Google Play now, definitely peep that one just for the sheer value that it'll bring to your life. I mean, it even resurrected my inner retired MC, MCMD. After Dr. Cole helped me basically reconcile the fact that we don't have to choose between our passions in life. You should strive to do as much shit as you can possibly do before this short, unpredictable trip called life is over, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can have your cake and eat it too, but you just can't have as much as you want to, baby boo. But you might still be asking yourself, Reach, don't you think it's a little strange that you call into your own station? And my answer is, yeah, it's it's a little bit strange, but out of context, it's strange. It's It's only technically strange. But other than just trying something different for the sake of this audio art that we're trying to make on Medicine Remixed, I'll say that, you know what, sometimes in life you have to just call into your own station, either literally or figuratively, and talk some sense into your goddamn self. And sometimes you got to clap for your goddamn self and just be scrappy when you're trying to spread your art when you're just starting out when no one else will. So for those of you who follow my Medicine Remix spinoff account, MCMD, although you'll probably just be hearing most of the stuff that you hear already on Medicine Remixed, um, I have been sprinkling some of my original raps from back in the day and some more recent stuff on there. So check that out if you're curious or if you want to just holler at me, Reesh, about something medicine and or remix related, you can always hit just me up on that station 
if you want. And I just wanted to say that this whole journey of trying to build Medicine Remixed has really made me realize that I'm just not meant to be a specialized cell. Most of us aren't, in fact. You know, D&I became part of a process in medicine and healthcare that tries to make you into a specialized cell. But you know what? Human beings are not necessarily meant to be specialized cells. You know, most of us are actually stem cells, totipotent stem cells to be specific. And totipotent or totipotency is the ability of a single cell to divide and become any type of differentiated cell in an organism, which in the spectrum of cell potency, totipotency represents the cell with the greatest potential to differentiate. And toti comes from the Latin totus, which means entirely. So basically, having multiple potentials to be anything and everything given the right set of environmental conditions. So finding those conditions though, you know, that's basically the cheat codes for hacking our own design. It basically gives us the ability to rig the game in our favor so we can win by being who we truly are. And I, I guess my point in that cellular rant, if you will, that I just went on is that for most of my life, I thought being a jack of all trades was a bad thing. And then I realized that we all have the power to go beyond that bullshit label and become masters of as many things as we can in the movies of our own lives that we're all the stars of. Nah, I mean, like, it kind of reminds me of this quote by this American science fiction writer, Robert A. Heinlein. He wrote things like Starship Troopers, but he often explored the ability of individuals to create themselves through several characters of his um, in his novels. And in one of his novels, he gives a long list of capabilities that everyone should have, concluding that specialization is for insects. And I love that list, and I kind of adapted that list to fit my own life. So here's my remixed version of that list, and it goes like this. A human being should be able to change a diaper, build a company, sew up a wound, design a website, write a book, write a rap, build a following, set a bone, comfort the dying, take orders, give orders, cooperate, act alone, analyze new problems, pitch an idea, create media, cook a tasty meal, know how to play at least one instrument and one sport adequately, know how to fight literally for self-defense and or figuratively for a cause and be sure to leave the world better for at least one person. Peace. Support for Medicine Remix today comes from Yzine Y Drops. Do you work on a screen all day but still feel the compulsive need to look at your phone screen every waking second of every day whether you're working or not? Do your eyes get dry from incessantly checking your social media profiles for validation via likes, followers, retweets, comments, and or listens? Feel like an irritated digital shell of your former self in real life? If you answered yes to even one of these questions, you might want to try Yzine. No other Y drops relieve your inability to ask yourself why you post on social media in the first place faster than Yzine. Yzine starts to work immediately. It gives your eyes and your Ys 100% of what they need for fast relief from feelings of worthlessness on social media and in real life. Only Yzine has Hydroblend, a unique blend of metaphysical moisturizers that soothe, restore, and protect your sense of self for up to a lifetime of inner peace and an unshakable sense of purpose in your everyday life. Find Hydroblend wherever Yzine products like Fear Clear Eyes, Mind's Eye Allergy Relief, and Dry Y All Day Comfort are sold. 
If you can't see your why, drop Yzine in your eye. Speaking of why, back to Medicine Remixed, the reason why you're listening. Only on Anchor.